Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. Hi, you're listening to Linda Pinizano of The Condo Expert. Thank you so much for joining into the show today. A lot of exciting things happening. Actually, Lionel Goddard, the director of the amazing new documentary that's going to be hitting the airwaves on November the 21st, is here with us in the show today. And the show is called The Condo Game. And it is going to be amazing for not only condo buyers, condo owners, tenants, renters, occupants, and to be quite honest with you, the general marketplace, because right now there are tremendous concerns about condominiums out there. We also have Kathy Stratty, and she is the vice president of Leonard Commercial Realty, and she will also be joining with us. But first, I'd like to introduce Lionel. Lionel, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Well, hello, and thank you for having me. Well, it's been just a pleasure meeting. I know we've met each other, what, maybe five months ago, I guess, just when you were right in the heat of putting this all together? Well, I was on the other side of the microphone then, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's. Uh, I was looking up your credentials, I have to tell you, because the audience has to know that you have really created a name for yourself. I understand that uh, you used to be a news reporter back in the 1990s and moved on to independent productions and documentaries, uh, I guess, like 13 years ago. So you've got a lot of attributes to your name. I guess so. I guess, you know, uh, well, I was one of those kids that always liked going on field trips and stuff in high school and doing projects. So, uh, you know, really, I've been, you know, very fortunate to, to sort of have a life where I'm able to, you know, wade into all kinds of different worlds, whether I'm, you know, flying around in, uh, you know, World War II airplanes in the high Arctic with a, sort of a, a renegade airline or standing in the tombs of the first kings of Egypt and, you know, and my latest venture was into the world of uh, of condo living in, in Toronto. So, yeah, my life's like one big series of amazing field trips. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty grateful for the career I've had. Well, the diversification is really amazing because I think as an overview, you really you can really identify a lot of different things that are happening around the world just because of that kind of exposure. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I like to I like to think that uh, that my travels and experiences have given me perspective and you know and I, I have been to uh, travel to Asia and to Europe and uh, and so a lot of those images and thoughts and experiences you know tried you know played into my understanding of the of the condo game really and you know sort of where we're going as we're sort of you know building these these vertical cities now. Well, I actually, I was in China for 10 days. I came back last week. That was a rude awakening as well. I mean, I'm looking at their high density that they have and just their whole mechanism. And then, of course, you know, the shocking findings that are happening here in our housing market. So as an investor's market, what what was the key thing that really hit you hard when you got into the show? Well, I, I mean... I mean, it's, the thing about the you know condos is uh, they're they're different things in different places. You know, 
we focused a lot of our we focused our attention really at looking at what what was happening in downtown Toronto and sort of juxtaposing that against you know sort of what happened in Vancouver earlier so you know as you know condos can range from anything from you know a townhouse you know sort of complex and rock you know 50 60 story building a glass tower in Toronto so you, you know there's it's a huge world when you talk about condos but what uh, i think struck me was was the extent to which you know the condo market the condo game is is sort of investor driven in the toronto core well you know it's funny because i i think if i look back i've i've actually been a realtor since uh, 79 and i look back at when things started in 2000 we started to have a little bit of heating up but really in the last 5 years has just taken a landslide with development and and uh you know building permits and so on pretty much all across the GTA like you said vertical cities there's no two ways about it so did you find while you were dealing with it i mean you know people aren't always that keen on stepping forward to talk about you know deficiencies that they may have in their condominiums there seems to be a little bit of a quiet world out there of people that are just you know condo owners that are sort of accepting status quo and and they're not really stepping forward and that doesn't really always help it actually hurts well i think you know if you look at any other you know if you look at other other industries like take the car industry for example i think the car industry benefited a lot from consumers coming forward and you know raising concerns and talking about you know what they wanted condos are i was surprised frankly at the at the challenges that we had finding people to share their stories about what was, you know, going on with their condos and to speak about the deficiencies in it. Like, you'd think that if you spent all this money on a condo, you'd, you'd want to be standing out on your balcony sort of, at, you know, screaming it to the world. But you, in fact, yes. that, you know, that's not, that's not the case. You know, there's and there's a lot of forces at play, you know, in terms of, of keeping this type of, I think, very important discussion, you know, kind of quiet, which is, you know, people are afraid that if they do speak out, there's going to be a drop in uh, property values. They're, they're afraid of alienation from their neighbors. And I think there's, there's people that are afraid that, to admit that, that, they, that they maybe bought something that they wish they hadn't. And so I think if you take those three very big forces and combine them, it's not a recipe for healthy debate about what's going on. And, you know, and like we've said, we're really at the beginning of a major revolution in, in terms of how people are you know, living their lives. Well, you know, I think the thing is, is that you can't get into key aspects of change without knowledge, and you can't obtain knowledge without information. So if condo owners still continue to sit back and they don't step up on the plate and actually bring awareness forward, and as you know, I mean, when we originally met, I'm I'm the founder of the Condo Owners Association, and we get inundated with... uh, you know, emails that come in constantly with with complaints, and those are existing condos and also new development. But, you know, what you're saying is 100% correct. We are moving into a whole millennium of change when it comes to high-rise buildings, and, you know, there has to be more input. Do you find, I think it has a lot to do with pride, too, the pride of home, home ownership and not really trying to maybe admit the fact that you're not aware of things. Because there is a lot of pride having to do with real estate. I mean, you know, people are very proud. It's it, it's amazing. You know, they always got the best deal at the right time and the best property and so on and so on. I suppose. I think that people would be, you know, you know, sort of more willing to come forward if they felt that there was, you know, sort of adequate consumer protection in place. 
Exactly. Uh, you know, perhaps. But I have to say, you know, uh, the, the, the documentary I did before this for Doxome was Cannabis, which was about the marijuana industry. And I had an easier time going to a small town in southern British Columbia and finding people who are willing to show us their illegal grow-ups and face possible jail sentences than I did, you know, finding condom owners who would be willing to speak candidly about some of the issues they were having in their building. Wow. And we we put out feelers, hundreds of feelers on all kinds of, of sites. And, you know, and we almost got consistently the same story, which is that, you know, I'm in trouble. There's problems in my condo. I'm glad you're doing the documentary, but I, I don't feel like I can participate in this. And fortunately, my experience has told me that, you know, if, you know, if you're persistent enough, you will find, you know, somebody who's a maverick and who will, you know, come forward and, and share their story, you know, because they believe it's important. And, you know, we found one of those people in Kathy Stratty. And, you know, and she's the other, uh, you know, guest right now. So I'm very grateful, you know, because really stories is what I deal in. I'm not a condo expert. You know, I talk to a lot of condo experts, and we hopefully were able to distill everything down into a documentary that will be understandable for people and will be provocative, you know, for people. But I'm a story broker. And, you know, and it's through people sharing their stories that I hope, you know, this will have sort of a more visceral effect on people and for them to, you know, to do their own research and understand that they're not alone, that this is, you know, an emerging, you know, world we live in and let's participate in it. You know, the fact is the tall buildings are here and they're here to stay. So, you know, what what needs to happen? What kind of changes? How can the system be tweaked? You know? You're 100% correct, Lionel. Absolutely. And, you know, with that note, you're right. I mean, you know, Kathy, I'd like to uh, welcome you on the show because you basically took the bull by the horn and said, okay, I'm going to step forward. Whereabouts are you actually from? I actually uh, grew up in Mississauga and lived there for most of my life prior to my relocation to downtown Toronto. So you you actually bought a pre-sale then? So you bought new construction? I did, I did. I was commuting for a year and then, of course, I kind of got sick of that whole process and uh, thought making a move downtown was a good idea. And after renting for a few months, started to do the search for new condo developments in the city. And, of course, in uh, pre-sale, there's an opportunity to hopefully maximize on your investment. And so it seemed to be the best decision at the time. So I guess you went through then the uh, two or three years of waiting. And so when you started to notice that some deficiencies were surfacing, was that in the occupancy stages or was that when final registration, like once you actually took ownership of the unit? No, it was prior. So it was during the pre-inspection phases. You know, okay. you kind of have all these surprises when you when you walk into the suite. I think that was when I was first startled. It was when I actually took my first steps inside. Really, really. So, yeah. was did you find at that time then you were you had mechanisms in place to sort of help you deal with these deficiencies? You know, before cash, turning over the cash, I guess. Well, the cash is already turned over. Oh, so this was by that point. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. So this is actually one you took the ownership of the property. You just uh, the corporation just wasn't registered yet. That's right. That's right. right. Okay. So. I mean, they do. You know, I I should start off by saying being in real estate, you know, I know many of the key questions to ask, but I was very misled and lied to from the moment that I walked into the sales center, you know, both in regards to the site itself and then the suite itself. So, you know, I think when they were starting to build, because I was one of the newer buildings, I didn't see, uh, you know, kind of some of the things that I had been misled by from the get-go. 
but as it relates to the interior of the suite, again, that was just kind of a shocking surprise when I had walked in. So I guess that, you know, I'm thinking about this like Lionel, you know, I guess with everything happening where you were looking for condo owners that were willing to speak out, when you met Kathy, I guess that was quite a relief to finally find someone that was able to, you know, step forward and say, okay, these are my deficiencies and these are things that I need to be addressed. Well, it was, and uh, and Kathy wasn't the, uh, the the only person. There was a, a few, but Kathy brought an articulate, you know, voice, you know, and perspective to it. And because of her experience in real estate, you know, she knew how to kind of navigate, you know, through the system. And and I expect that she was more successful than other people would be at resolving, you know, some of the issues, because uh, she you did have success with Carrion, right? You know, I think what was interesting about Kathy, and, and because the documentary is such an overview and so uh, fast, I mean, our conversation today will will probably be, you know, half the length of the entire film, but was was Kathy had this ability to empathize with people who might not have been able to navigate the landscape as well as she could. I think Kathy felt for people who might have been in a more vulnerable position than she was, and I think she felt, uh, you know, a desire to to speak out. And that's what made her, I felt, such a strong character in our our film. Well, I have to thank you, Kathy. That's excellent, because, you know, it's so important for the the general public to know, you know, what's ahead of them. I, I mean, there is one side of it where it's a question of which questions do you ask? Do you ask the right questions? Do you have the right questions? But then even if you think you're prepared you may not necessarily be prepared. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, that's the big thing about the condo game. I think that once, you know, the general, I'm really excited, and I appreciate Lionel getting, you know, myself involved in the Condo Owners Association as well with this documentary. I think that everything that's been happening just in the last three years, you know, creating public awareness, both of you and Bountyful Films and uh, all of your staff definitely have to be commended for just an exciting step forward in changing the landscape of the future of high-rise buildings. I think that as time goes on, you know, people will reflect back to this documentary and learn so much more information and finally have a lot more questions that they deserve to have answers to, don't you feel? It's an open well, open question to both of you. <laughs> well, you know, the, that's the hope. And, and one, of exactly. the that was, one of the points that, that was made in the film was that we have to look at, you know, buildings, essentially what we're building right now in downtown Toronto. It's projected that, you know, between 60 to 80 percent of the suites in the in the new high-rise buildings, you know, will eventually be destined to be, you know, rental units. We're essentially building, you know, rental units. I think Kathy is even considering whether or not she's going to move into a new place and perhaps, you know, rent out the one that she has. So there'd be one more. I think... Right now, the system, you know, back when they were building apartment buildings, you know, a developer would have an incentive to build a good quality building because they knew they were going to have to own this thing for 20 years before it started to make a profit, before they were able to pay back, you know, the mortgage. Nowadays, all that money is realized up front. What's the incentive? What's the economic incentive to build quality? When you own the, when you're going to own the building for the next 50 years, well, you know, you're going to want to make sure that you're not going to have all kinds of headaches to take care of, you know, kind of down the road, right? 
Well, absolutely. And too, you know, I mean, there's a certain amount of money that, of course, go into the reserve funds and, you know, to upkeep the building as time goes on. But if you don't get a healthy start right from the footprint at day one, how do you know that you're going to stay in line with the funding that you need to keep that building, you know, increasing in value and maintain the, the long-term sustainability of the building? Well, and that's where you get into the issue of, you know, how well equipped are these volunteer boards to deal with very large, very sophisticated buildings, you know, and then we all, then you have the competing interest between, you know, the investors who own in the buildings and the owners who live in the buildings who, you know, um, you know, there, there is rules, there's reserve funds, but it's, you know, it comes down to, well, are, are we going to, you know, how are we going to prioritize our spending and, uh, and things like that? There's often very different agendas within the building. I mean, I think what's important to remember is that when condos first came around as a concept, the idea was to have, you know, communities of kind of like-minded, you know, people living together. We've gotten a long way from sort of this original idea of what a condo was. There's many divergent people with very different interests, you know, now within these buildings. And they've got to somehow work together to maintain, you know, increasingly sophisticated buildings and corporations. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and that actually stems right down to all the regulation that's in place with the Condominium Act. I mean, that's a whole other ball of wax. We're involved in that right now because changes need to be brought forward that will protect these condo corporations and, you know, ensure there's a lot more knowledge and accountability and governance and transparency and everything that's going to make the entire mechanism work and just to protect the condo owners and quite frankly the residents even the investors that are involved in these buildings you know so that's why so you know when you're getting into a documentary like the condo game i'm not aware of any other kind of a documentary that's been out there that's been that explicit with really delving into you know, the forefront and saying, okay, fine, let's stop for a moment. Let's take a look at this. And, you know, and Kathy being involved as a condo owner and saying, okay, fine, you know, I've got situations here I'm not happy with. So how do we work together and get this all resolved? Like I said, I think that, you know, it's, uh, I know we're all going to be tuning into uh, Doc Zone on Thursday, November the 21st at 9 p.m., to watch the condo game. And I understand that there's two additional showings, too, on your sister networks, CBC News Network. Saturday. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, don't have the, I don't have the exact times for that, but uh, it does, you know, these shows will re-air on uh, News World. So, yeah, there'll be additional showings. And these documentaries are almost get as many views online as they do on television and so this documentary will be available on the cbc website and fully streamed so you know it'll be there to be watched and analyzed for years to come well this is it well they have a, i've got it here in front of me now saturday november the 23rd at 11 p.m et and sunday november 24th at 6 p.m east so there we go so you know you have full opportunities for the public to see it and i think key thing too is that Go into the Facebook channels of the Condo Game, a CBC News Network, and make sure that you Facebook it and Twitter it. Let's get the word out because Lionel and Kathy, uh, Bountyfield Films, everyone's put so much initiatives into getting this out to the public, and we need to make sure that we have that awareness. They watch this beautiful, fantastic documentary. So well, can- and I think I, I think the last thing I would say about it too is that, is that even if you're not a condo owner. 
you have to watch this film because the fact is our banks are heavily invested in condos. Our government is heavily invested in condos. Whether you like it or not, we all, as Canadians, have a great deal of skin in the condo game. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, it's the first point of transaction, people that are downsizing, people that are upsizing. I mean, somewhere, nowhere in your family, friends, relations, uh, somebody, you know, guaranteed owns a condo, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it is the wave of the future. That's what it is, the present and the future. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kathy, for joining in today. We really well, appreciate all your involvement. Thanks for having me today. You're welcome. So Kathy Stratty, Vice President of Leonard Commercial Realty, was involved with the condo game. And today we've also listened to Lionel Goddard. Thanks, Lionel. You've done an excellent job. He is the director of the condo game. And well, I'm thank you so much for having me, and I appreciate your support. Oh, it's been such a pleasure meeting you, and think that uh, we're excited. So we'll stay tuned to the show on Thursday, November 21st at 9 p.m. So remember, contact coaontario.com. We have a wonderful website. If you're in Toronto, you can go coatoronto.com. And let us hear your comments. We want to help. Okay. To Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert, you have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you next time. Get up, stand up. 